welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, satchikal, aloha, hola, ciao, and bonjour. It's really, really amazing to be with you, and I'm so, so happy that you have joined us today, and I know you will be really, really happy you joined us today as well, because I have a very special person, Soshana, who's a success financial coach, and we're going to be having a fabulous conversation today. Welcome, Soshana. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, it is really, really awesome to have you. And will you just jump right in and tell us more about who you are and what you do? Oh, thank you. Of course. Hi, everyone. My name is Shoshana Kolodny, and I'm a success financial coach. Um, I really help my clients um, achieve the impossible, right? It's like things that we all dream of achieving, and how do we actually do it? So that's what I help my clients do it. And I have a unique background, which um, helps me help them be even more successful. Um, I am a financial professional and I do have my financial license. So I have a great mind in business, understand finances and really understand the meaning of financial freedom. Um, and then I'm also a money mindset coach, which I help you overcome all those money blocks that we were taught as um, growing up, which our parents didn't mean to, but somehow are suddenly ingrained in us. And I help you understand that your value and in order to really understand your value to invest in yourself financially and emotionally. Very, very cool. And I can see how, because of what you do, what you aim to help people with, self-confidence is like a huge thing that you teach and work with people on. Oh my gosh. And I, and I, I gosh, I really, really appreciate that about you because our self-confidence is such a core, core aspect of what we need if we're going to have any kind of success in our life so tell me more like what is a big problem that you see your clients struggling with when it comes to this issue of building up your self-confidence thank you so yeah so i like to say self-confidence is our foundation of a real successful business right we all need a great strong foundation in order to be able to grow our business and where I really started and um, really felt the need to empower mompreneurs with the self-confidence is when I was, I helped create, start a nonprofit helping families suffering from postpartum. 
What we came to realize while doing it is that moms really carry the burden on their shoulders uh, about raising the next generation. And um, many different issues really um, starts the path to postpartum. And if any of you are moms, I'm sure you all agree with me, right? And the, what, what was the major common denominator across the board that we found was really, it was all the root cause was from stress. And the, as we know, the largest stress factor in our country is financials, money. Not really understanding money, not really being able to grasp how money really works. And as we all know, we all worry about, will we outlive our retirement fund? Will we have enough money in retirement? And especially as moms, they were very worried about how are they gonna feed another child? How are they gonna put another child through college, right? So that's when the stress kicked in and there went their self-confidence that they got this and they can actually do what it is they desire. And really their desire was to raise a healthy child. Right. So that's when I realized that self-confidence, the belief in yourself is truly, truly so important to be able to achieve what you want to achieve. Oh, OMG, you brought up so many, so many like excellent points and the, the relationship between the self-confidence and the stress factor. I would love to explore a little bit. Uh, deep more deeply around that um yeah just tell me more so so when we are stressed right what what is our reaction our reaction is that we're not good enough our reaction is that we don't have enough to actually achieve what we want and that's you know, it's like that stress cycle ball that like the hamster on that wheel, right? Just running around and around and around. And one thing leads to the next and leads to the next, right? And it's that self-doubt that kicks in that not worthy enough and it causes stress. And then when we have that stress, but we, we start to feel, are we enough? Will we ever be able to get out of there? And it's that whole negative cycle that we tend to go on. So um, and that really destroys the self-confidence. Yeah, yeah, because you just don't have the time to process, uh, like because of all the stress, you don't have the time and, and the energy to process what's happening with you and around you in the best way. It's like, even if in general, you have good skills in terms of, you know, what you do, how you do it. But when you're in a stressful situation, <laughs> that all of that begins to break down. So I can see the relationship and what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and really, it all starts and ends with our belief in ourselves with our value in ourself, with our, with our ability to see ourselves as successful humans. And if, when we're in that stress cycle, our focus is too narrow to be able to see wider. And that's where the self-confidence goes out of the window. And that's where I bring it right back in 
to be able to start the success cycle, right? And that's what I teach people is to get off that hamster wheel and get onto the success cycle wheel. And um, because it's the same thing, it's that once you feel that you have self-confidence, you start that success cycle of believing in yourself, of actually being able to take action, when you take that action, you actually build your self-confidence, which actually you believe in yourself and you go down that success cycle, which is the cycle to be able to achieve the impossible. Oh, I love it. I love the idea of the success cycle. You just reminded me about a concept that I learned uh, when I was studying with my happiness coach and we talked about the upward spiral it's like an actual real thing there's actual research that's been done with like brain imaging and so forth and it very clearly establishes that people can either go in like a downward spiral where you know something bad happens you're not able to cope with it for whatever reason usually because you know some stressful situation and you don't have the capacity in the moment to cope with it but then unfortunately you if you don't get that break you don't get that time um, things just keep getting worse 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 hey thanks for tuning into this episode hope you're getting value out of it for your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. So, you know, if, if you don't get a break and, um, you know, unfortunately you just get caught up in this downward spiral, it can get really, really tough to get out of it. But the good news is that you can also get caught up in that upward spiral where one good thing happens and it builds into this like positive upward momentum where more and more and more good things uh, begin to happen for you. So uh, when you were talking about the success cycle, I was reminded of the upward spiral I learned about. Yeah, that's right. That's what it really is, right? right? Is like we get people off the downward spiral and we get them up onto the um, upward spiral. And when you're on that upward spiral, it's amazing what you can actually achieve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what are some of the, I guess, things for people to be aware of if they're feeling like they have been caught? in a downward spiral what do they need to become aware of that they can then begin to create change around so that they can then begin to get more caught up in the success cycle 
A great question, right? So like I said, I, I, I believe self-confidence is a strong foundation. And a lot of us women don't feel very confident in out there in business, especially because everybody says it's a man's world, but we really know it's not a man's world. We can do exactly what the men can do, if not even better, right? But we have to believe that and feel that. So the first thing that we really have to do is create that self-confidence. And if you're not feeling confident at the present moment, don't worry, I have great tips for you and I will share with you how to build your confidence. So the first thing that you have to know is that when you try to do something new, the brain goes into fear factor, right? It freezes and it's like, help, I don't know what to do. You don't know how to do this, stop this, you're gonna fail, right? So we gotta show the brain, we gotta create evidence in our brain that we actually have the ability to do something new and different, right? And when we create that evidence, that's how we're creating confidence in ourselves, by showing the brain we can do something different. So we create that evidence. What do we need to do to create that evidence? So I'm gonna share with you the first step that you need to do, but you have to know that this first step, you have to take it a tiny little step. Don't jump in into the deep end of the pool. Take it one pinky toe at a time to create that evidence. And what is that evidence? Is keeping a promise to yourself. Make one promise and keep it to yourself for five days in a row, right? So like I tell everybody, if that promise, if your promise is to get fit, don't promise yourself that you're going to exercise a half hour every morning, five days in a row. It could happen, but realistically that first week, it's not going to happen, right? But if you say that you're going to do some sort of movement for five minutes a day, five days in a row, that's how you're going to create evidence because that is something that you can keep. Again, getting up earlier in the morning, right? So don't say you're getting up a half hour earlier in the morning or an hour earlier in the morning. You can work yourself up to it, but for the first five days, get up one to five minutes earlier in the morning. And that's how you're going to create that evidence in your brain, right? That's keeping that promise to yourself. And that's the creating evidence. And that is creating confidence. Think of it. How are you going to feel? by exercising five minutes a day for five days in a row. It's gonna feel phenomenal. You're suddenly gonna feel like you're on top of the world, that you can accomplish everything. Amazing, that was your first step to self-confidence. I love it, I love it. And now you're reminding me of more amazing things that I've learned from my teachers. So one thing that it reminds me very, very strongly of was when I was learning with one of my coaches, uh, Raymond Aaron, and he has this like really amazing system that he teaches uh, for goal setting. And one of the key, key aspects of it was exactly what you were talking about that, you know, because you want to build trust in yourself, you want to build self-confidence in your, uh, in yourself. You want to, if you, if you make a commitment to yourself, you want to keep it. And he was like, one of the biggest mistakes people make, like you said, was the jump off into the deep end or attempt to do that. And then they struggle. And so he actually recommends that you 
break down any goal you have into three different levels you say okay at a minimum i'm going to do this so for example if you're waking up in the morning earlier be like at a minimum i'm going to wake up one to five minutes earlier in the morning but maybe you know i uh, uh, you know then you also set, set a second goal where you say but i will i will i will try and challenge myself and see if i can wake up 10 minutes earlier and and then i will also set an outrageous goal for myself and say like i will try and get up 30 minutes earlier <laughs> but at the minimum I will get up one to five minutes idea. And as long as you meet your minimum goal, you can mark yourself off and give yourself a pat on the back and be like, yay, I'm at my minimum goal. But oftentimes when you meet your minimum goal, you're so encouraged and inspired and happy and excited that you keep going, you know, like, and uh next day you might actually wake up 15 minutes earlier and and that's like a bonus and maybe you're so excited and uh empowered by that the day after or the day after that you wake up 30 minutes earlier but that's again just like a bonus it's not like if you don't meet the outrageous goal or you don't meet the challenge goal it's all right you still met your minimum so you know like and then over over time once the minimum becomes really easy to meet you just up the game your 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 challenge target can become your new minimum you know like that kind of a thing yeah yeah that's right right and you're building that confidence one step at a time and that's how that confidence muscle grows right and that's what we want to do is we want to grow that confidence we want to build a new evidence pathway in our brain to show our brain hey we got this we can do new things even so there's right how can we do new things because we just did it and we kept the promise to ourselves for five days in a row so now we could do new things so that is like your first first stepping stone to self-confidence is really that stepping stone and do i have time for a second tip so yeah. a second tip that i tell everyone and i tell my clients is we all have some things we love about ourselves and some things we don't love about ourselves, right? So let's concentrate a minute on the characteristics that we love about ourselves, right? Let's find those characteristics. Let's find what it is that we actually love about ourselves, how we're great listeners, how um, we're very productive, how we inspire others. Let's go. Let's make that list of things that you really, really love about yourself. Share with me, Samia, one thing that you really love about yourself. Oh my gosh. I love lots of things about myself. And I think one of the things I love about myself most is how much I love to learn. Because um, like for me, it's so much fun to be learning something new but i am also aware of like how it helps me to grow and i just love knowing that i'm continuing to grow and become better and stronger so i just love learning and i love how much i love learning 
Amazing, amazing. That's so beautiful. Thank you, right? So now we got to celebrate what we love about ourselves. We got to celebrate it. We got to be proud of it, right? How do you suddenly feel about celebrating what you love about yourself? Suddenly you're feeling, oh, I got this. I got this, right? Right? I can do something new. I can do something scary. You are in the right mode, the right success cycle mode of doing things, right? So we want to go there and stay there, right? So we're going to create that list of five to 10 things that we really, really, really love about ourselves. And we're going to be very consciously celebrating them. And every time we do anything that we love about ourselves, you got to celebrate it. You got to acknowledge it. You got to be proud of it. And you got to say, hey, look, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm good at. And this is what's going to move me forward in my business. And that's how you continue your success cycle. That is so cool. You know, and I mean, my gosh, it's making me think a little bit about do you distinguish between self-confidence and self-trust? Do I distinguish? So the more it's, they're, they're related to each other yeah. tremendously, right. right? So the more self-confidence ha you have, the more self-trust you have. Mm -hmm. The more self-trust you have, the more you can build your self-confidence, yeah. right? So if you're not going to keep promises to yourself, you're not going to have self-trust. And then when you don't have that self-trust, it's very hard for your brain to allow you to do something new because it's going to say, hey, guys, we're going to fall flat in the mud. Nobody likes to fall flat in the mud face down, right? So, yeah, they're very much related um, and they're intertwined in the success cycle. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for um, talking about that for a bit. And, okay. I have another question. So, you know, when you were talking about being in stressful situations and how that can really impact our self-confidence, and we we're talking about helping entrepreneurs or as entrepreneurs, one of the things or a context within which I know I can get very stressed and I think a lot of us can get very stressed moms can get really stressed is in the context of having to deal with other people who are maybe not listening to us or not cooperating with us uh, you know we need to get things done and so how do you sort of deal with that stress how do you manage that stress in a way that you know allows you to stay grounded in your self-confidence a very very good question and that's um question really proved to me that i did not have the right self-confidence i needed as a mom and certainly not as an entrepreneur um i was i used to be very scared to ask people to do anything for me I was scared of their reaction, of how they would say no, of how they wouldn't listen, of how I wouldn't be able to express myself properly. So um, I didn't. And guess what? Then the fa frustration built and the stress built 
And when I finally said something, it never came out with confidence and it always came out with frustration, right? And then I wasn't a good leader. I wasn't a good listener. I wasn't good at expressing myself, right? And it really did not serve me or my business or my family in the positive way, right? And it just continued in that stress cycle. So the first thing that you have to do is that when you're feeling that way, is you have to remove yourself from the situation. You have to take a deep breath, breathe in, breathe out, and say, okay, now I have to be able to express myself so that my team will be able to understand what I'm trying to tell them, right? And I'm gonna go simple, right? I'm gonna say, as a mom, we have to be able to express ourselves, to be able to ask our child to make their bed so they actually go ahead and make their bed, right? And yeah. if, right? Like that is, I think, the easiest example to use yeah. is to be able to say to your child, go ahead and make your bed. Now, if you are gonna go with that expectation that your child is gonna mouth you back and say, no, mom, I don't want to. Why do I have to? This is not what I should be doing and all the rest of it. How? How are you walking into that situation? You're walking into that situation very, very stressful. And when you're finally gonna say, hey kiddo, can you please make your bed? You're not gonna say it that way. You're gonna say, kiddo, go do your bed already. Like, go, 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 right? And because you're expecting an argument back, so that's the way you're expressing yourself. But if you take a deep breath in and you breathe and you say, okay, I would like my kiddo to go make his bed. I am gonna, know that my you know and i am expecting my child to say of course mom and go make their bed um i am going to be able to say hey kiddo can you please go make your bed and my child will say sure mom and go and do it right do you under do you see the difference of the yes. way i asked that question yes. yeah absolutely and it also made me think about you know all the research on how our expectations actually have a causal impact on how other people respond and react to us. And especially when, when we're thinking in the context of children or when we're thinking about, you know, in the context of working as a team leader and how we treat our team members, it totally impacts their energy and how they will respond to us. And um, you know, and oftentimes, you know, when we go in with the expectation of, of really not just being self-confident, but also being confident in the ability and the capacity of our team members or our children and really respecting them and their abilities and trusting them to do the right thing. <laughs> and, you, uh, you know, it, it really it really inspires them to sort of raise up to meet our expectations and uh, that produces way better results than screaming and shouting and so forth that's right yeah yeah and then it also produces our ability to be able to do it again and yeah. again right it's yeah. like stay on that cycle of actually, you know, the soft communication, yeah. the, um, the impactful communication. Yes. And I think that's like one of the, those things that women are naturally, usually much better at. 
And so that's something we can really, uh, you know, love about ourselves and be so happy that we have that that talent and that skill and that learning. Uh, I just love it. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. And do, are you up for a third tip? Sure, absolutely. And my third and final tip is from one of my favorite authors, um, Kamal. I forgot his last name. You'll have to look it up for me. But he has a great book called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. Mm. And we got to love ourselves like our life depends on it. And that's what helps our self-confidence. Yes. Oh, you just brought up one of my other very, very favorite topics to talk about. Because when we think about loving ourselves, there are is like such depth you know it's not like there's just one way to love ourselves there's like so many different ways that we can love ourselves and because love is wow such a expansive and in fact infinite um both feeling but also action you know and so how much we can love ourselves how we can love ourselves that's also it's just infinite infinite capacity infinite possibilities and it's just so ah oh, i love loving myself <laughs> tell me more about how you love yourself you know i have many different reminders that i set to practice self-love on a daily basis, right? It's a practice of self-love. And I took most of my tips of self-love from Raval, Kamal, I forgot his last name, Um, but he has a great book and it's called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. And he gives you, really breaks it down what to do on a day-to-day basis. But starting with first thing in the morning, we we'll all do the same thing. We all look in the mirror to brush our teeth. Now, either you could spend that time looking in the mirror to brush your teeth and saying, oh my God, there's a new wrinkle and a new gray hair and a new uh, stretch mark. Or you could look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love myself and start your day just actually loving about yourself. Oh, I love my yeah. brown hair. Yeah. I love my eyes. I love my smile. I love that I'm so strong. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And, you know, I remember when I first started a similar kind of practice, it was, it felt a little awkward and cheesy and just fake to be looking at yourself in the mirror and saying these things. But, you know, if it makes you feel better, makes you feel happier, why not? Give it a try. That's right. And over time, you're going to build that muscle of actually enjoying that time, really looking in the mirror and seeing all the wonderful qualities that we have. Yes. And this was like really important for me to do, uh, you know, because I'm a trauma survivor. I'm a survivor of child sexual abuse. And for a long time, I actually had a like a really bad sense of disassociation with my own body where I would not even want to look at myself in the mirror. And, you know, like if I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, I I didn't think 
like I was looking at myself. I didn't identify myself. If I saw pictures of myself, it was like I was looking at a stranger's picture. Like I did not identify myself with my body. I didn't want to identify myself with my body. It was just too traumatizing because in my mind, my body was the reason I was suffering and in trouble and vulnerable to more suffering and getting into more trouble. So I was like, I don't want to deal with my body at all. And so I did my best to ignore it. And so, you know, when I started these kind of practices of after I love myself, and especially in the context of recognizing my body, myself as, as my body, it, it was really tough. But look at me now. Yay. So glad. Yeah. I'm so glad I went through that process. And, um, yeah and you get to appreciate everything about yourself right and that's really what it goes boils down to is that appreciation and that gratitude and i'll tie it back to how it really helps us as entrepreneurs move forward in our business right because when we start believing in ourselves and our own ability that's the vibe we give off to others so then your clients your customers other people start seeing you and believing in you and seeing a successful entrepreneur and they can suddenly put their trust and belief in yeah. you, right? That's right? And if you're gonna come as a shadow of a doubt and not stand up straight and not believe in your product, not believe in your services, then nobody else can do it, right? So that's, that's why self-confidence is the foundation to a successful business. Yes, I still agree with you. And you know what you were just sharing? Oh my gosh, our lack of self-confidence besides you know the energy that we give off that other people can totally read it actually has so many other real impacts as well so for example if i don't like or love or feel comfortable looking at myself in the mirror uh, you know now we're living in a world because of the pandemic where we're having to constantly stare at ourselves sometimes uh when we're on video on zoom etc and I, I, this was like a few months ago, you know, there was a re- report coming out that one of the reasons a lot of people's mental health is suffering because of being so much on Zoom is because they're experiencing drops in self esteem and self confidence because they don't love looking at themselves uh, on video. Uh, when they look at themselves, they're thinking about, oh my gosh this aspect of me looks bad and I look fat here or you know like whatever it is about about their body or appearance that they don't love and appreciate and so then they don't don't even want to to be present you know there are women um another coach that I was working with recently uh who actually is a brilliant brilliant wonderful coach and she really is very passionate about helping women get comfortable being on video because there's so many women who are not comfortable being on video either because they don't don't like the way they look or they're not confident about how they they speak or you know whatever whatever it is and video i'm not saying that you have to do video or that you must do video in order to be successful in in business but it should be a choice that you're making from a 
healthy, happy place that, you know, I'm just not into video. I don't want to do video. I'll do something else. It shouldn't be something that you think you can't do and you're not doing because you're afraid to do or scared to do or because it makes you feel bad about yourself, you know? Um, so uh, that, yeah. That's right. That's right. We should have that choice to say this is the way I want to grow my business or yeah. this is the way I choose not to grow my yeah. business, right? Yeah. So my program combines all of those into one, right? You don't need a separate video coach to have that. You don't need a separate mindset coach. I give you everything together in one Hi. package deal, Ooh. right? So what's with the name? My- yeah, what's the name of your program? My program is called Millionaire, and I help you develop a CEO millionaire mindset, right? Because we're all the CEOs of our businesses. And we, listen, money is just energy, right? So the more money we have, not necessarily going to make us happier, but the more life experiences we can actually experience with our loved ones, right? We can help our loved ones, we can support our loved ones, and we could give them um more experiences in life when the money flows easier to us exactly it's like one last thing you're stressed about you know Uh okay awesome any last words or any last shares uh or tips on how people can best get in touch with you so you could follow me on Facebook at Shoshana Kolodny or my Instagram is handle shoshana.kolodny or my, you can find me on my website, shoshanakolodny.com. Um, yeah. And I would love to be in touch with you anyway. I hope you found this helpful and successful and let me know the first way you're going to, the first step you're going to do to build your self-confidence indeed yes please do that also make sure you check the show notes because we're going to drop all of Sashana's links in the show notes you can just click on it and connect with her real easy and not have to worry about uh you know did you get the spelling right and things like that um so yes please check the show notes connect with Sashana I'm also going to drop my links if you'd like to get in touch with me And with that, I just want to say until we connect next time, I wish you lots and lots of peace and joy.